welcome to another Chisapod. I am Joyn Pande. I'm Constance Hanakomo. Giving you an entertainment scoop for the week. Stay tuned. Uya's umzanzi celeb bill is filled with flavor, but you know that ge obatla go tseba gore fame e re mongwaneng. Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Tonga yongi into nje because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pot. So welcome back to another episode of the Chisapod. If you're new here, then you should know that every Friday we catch you up on the hottest entertainment news. But if you're a regular regular, hop in the back because it's been a hell of a week. All right. So first things first, uh, here's an article that, or rather if I can catch you up, an article that was doing well this past week. Unati is ready for war. She plans to uh, launch a documentary on the legal battle with Kaya Fem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she promised to finally answer all the unanswered questions um, mm-hmm. regarding her legal battle with the radio station. So if you remember, in November 2022, mm-hmm. she was fired by the radio station after her dispute with Sizwe Lomo, mm. uh, the Mr. Potato Man. I think that's what mm-hmm. we call him now. Yeah. <laughs> he has many names. He has many names. <laughs> yes. uh, but on Twitter, I think that's one of the, the ones that he's kind of been dubbed as. But yeah, so... The dispute with Cesar Romolet was due to her accusing um, Cizwe of verbal abuse and mm-hmm. unprofessional conduct. Now she says she's starting a documentary. She's actually started shooting. Did she say that she'll publish it soon? Yes. No, 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 no. Not soon. Not oh, soon. Not oh, soon. Okay. So she has a documentary that mm-hmm. she's going to only launch after... Heard the legal battle at the high court oh, with the radio station. So mm-hmm. it could take months, it could take years, it could take weeks, Lord knows, depending mm-hmm. on, you know, what the station decides or how long they decide to drag it or how mm-hmm. both of them decide to drag it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she says she's already started shooting her side of the story or filming her side of the story and she's going to just lay it all bare. Mm-hmm. Um, she went on Instagram, actually, and this is what she has to say. Guys, and I'm shooting this video um, for my mother. She has instructed me and given me the blessing to tell my side of the story. And I've promised her that I will one day, um, but I've asked her to allow me to do it officially at the end of my case against Kaya at the High Court. So because my mother has made this request and she said, Ndanam, no one should have the right to tell your story. Um, without you. I've given her that promise and through our production company, we've started shooting my documentary that I'm producing as well through my production company. Um, And I promise I'll tell you everything at the end of the case and I'll share all documents. Um, Yeah, and you'll finally get both sides of the story. I think it'll be interesting to see how this one unfolds. It really was like the biggest story to come out of 2022 at the time. So it'll be interesting to see how the proceedings from the high court go. Essentially how it started was that there was just a, a little tussle between Unati and Suzue on air. It was very brief, so if we didn't know what was happening behind the scenes, you wouldn't know what was going on. I, for me, I'm just over it. I feel like it's been dragging. <laughs> yeah, it I was I'm bringing, audios, the, I'm it bringing was, the listeners. It was audios of Nkomazi and disputes. I feel like really it's been so long. This mm. fight has been so long. What do you want to see um, happen then in the high court? What I, do you see I just before? want to see justice take its cause. I don't think I should take sides at all. Mm. Well, whoever is wrong must just be 
you know <laughs> must just take the blame and whatever must happen must happen yeah. but i don't i don't i don't know if i really wanted a documentary out of it mm. um because also i don't think if Cizwe and the other accused or the other parties are going to be a part of the documentary so i don't know if i'm really looking forward to the documentary because obviously she's just going to be running her narrative and telling mm. her side of the story but which she should which she yeah, should um, she she's also so. yeah yeah i think we need to also make you aware as a listener that she said that she wanted to share a of her story as a black woman in corporate and maybe as black women in corporate you can relate if ever you are in corporate to maybe the stories that she says either the dynamics working in corporate or relations between um workers all of that i think i want to see it based on the fact that i don't know what the content is solely going to be about yeah. so i don't want to assume that it's only going to be about Caesar or it's not about Caesar. let's not even get that narrative out there. it's about kaya yeah. yes so let's uh, let's. I don't want to assume that's only about Kaya. Mm. I, I want to. I'm actually. I want to see it. Okay, see it. Yeah. we'll see how she creatively puts that one together. And apparently, Constance and other people are looking forward to that. Yeah. For me, I am definitely trying to move on along from that. <laughs> um, so, uh, in other news, uh, DJ Zintle pulled out of fact Durban Rocks um, after the death of AKA. If you remember, he was gunned down in February um, in Durban. So. DJ Zintle is basically saying it's too soon for her to attend anything in Durban. But Durban is going to be such a hot spot right mm-hmm. now. On the first, It's about to be Durban, July, okay. Fact Durban Rocks. There's going to be a lot of events that are happening. And she's saying that in, a, in spite of her being included on Fact Durban Rocks, she asked to be excluded. She's not going to be making it because it's too soon for her. It also made headlines. And obviously, you know, as expected, Tito's going wild taking jabs at her for mourning, a.k.a. too long, whatever the case that is. Hey, how must she behave as a married woman? Blah, bloody, blah, blah, you know. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because it sounds like an old record. Every time she says something about a.k.a., it automatically boils down to, hey, you're a married woman, you're not supposed to behave like that, or hey, you know, it's not your right to mourn someone, or whatever the case is. I think before everybody thinks we're making this all up, this is what DJ Sinclair actually said. Okay, so I saw someone asking me uh, if I'm ever, when I'm gonna come to Durban. So there's obviously Durban July coming up, and Dira had called me, and I actually need to call Dira. Dira called me about it. Um, someone also called me. Um, Bianca called me for for they're doing Cotton Fest in Durban. So I was quite keen. Like, okay, let's do this. Let's do Durban. But I cannot lie to you guys. I'm not ready for Durban. I am not ready for Durban. Like, emotionally not ready at all. Like, I actually get a little anxiety thinking about being in Durban. Like, it's going to be a while before I can go to Durban. So, no, I'm not, you're not going to see me in Durban anytime soon. Like, I'm not going to make it. I'm also just anxious now about Father's Day. Like, what am I going to say to Kyron Father's Day? I'm going through the most on life. Like, I know Bongan is there, but like... You know what I mean? So my comment on this DJ Zintle um, saga, I don't know if I could call it that, mm-hmm. um, is that she has the right to do whatever she wants to do. Mm-hmm. I think we shouldn't police the way that she decides to mourn the father of her child. And regardless of how you guys are saying this is another Will and Jada situation and, yo, you guys are feeling bad or, or sorry for murder bonks, I, don't, I think you guys are just 
or people rather, not you guys, but people are creating their own stories and narratives in their head. And nobody, Murder Bongs has never spoken up mm. or said. He looks fine. He looks, well, he does. Well, oh, there was wow. a video of him seemingly shedding a tear during a set, but also he did not say that. Oh, he, he, nobody he knows. He said it was tears of joy. It could have been tears of joy. It could have been just a spiritual moment that he was you, nobody knows mm-hmm. and it, let, let's not actually like come to conclusions and but rather ask the people themselves but as you heard DJ Zintle did say that herself that she's not ready and I think we should just give her her peace you know what I find hypocritical is that we always are called to be empathetic towards people that are dealing with trauma and we shouldn't police people's experiences but here we are as the community of twitter or trolls or whatever the case is we're trying to box djs in clear to go like this is the morning period this is what you need to do Mm. and whatever the case is i think let's allow her to mourn as much as she can this is like you said the father of a child and for the rest of her life she needs to explain to carol no dad is gone or um you know, she's mourning with her daughter. She's going to be mourning Did with her. Did you just her call her Carol? <laughs> hey? No, Carol. Cairo. Yeah, you say Cairo, I say Carol. Okay. From okay. Cape to Carol, from Cape to Cairo, however you pronounce okay, it. Okay, guys, it's Cairo, though. But yeah. don't put that out there. I say Carol. <laughs> right, nice. Okay, and some more lighter news. Casper Nuvesta and Nasty C have announced they are going on tour together. They announced on Thursday that they've teamed up again and the tour is dubbed the African Throne. Well, this will obviously see the two rappers perform in different countries from Ghana to Nigeria to different countries around the continent. And the threat they've given us is to be scared, apparently. (laughs) I like the the Casper and Nasty C collab. I don't know if it's worth the tour. I don't think they have like enough of a catalogue to go on tour together. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Look, I mean, they have, what, four, three songs together? Mm -hmm. I think, like... Maybe they might go all out. Maybe it Mm. wouldn't necessarily mean they're only performing only those songs. Maybe Nestis is going to perform his own, Casper will perform his own. They'll have a joint songs here and there. I think it'll work. I love their collaboration. Mm. I loved Mm. it. Every other song they've made together was a hit. And they were the it back then, you know. When they broke, um, <laughs> I don't know what happened. No, no. There's ah, something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there was a little something that happened. But we're not going to bring that up we right don't now. Know what it but is. when I saw them perform together at, um, what is this, the Casper Phillip in Muff Town, I mean, the energy, you know, the brotherhood was there and the energy was amazing. Even the reception from the crowd, of course, Nasty C, you know, will get people, you know, a crowd, you know dancing and just mm. excited and Casper's mm. obviously a big deal so I think a collaboration is always good especially if it's big artists together mm. the numbers will definitely show and I think individually the music is definitely there so we'll see what they bring together and maybe they'll even bring some hopefully you know mm. some new exclusives uh, well I'm hoping rather mm. uh, look they have got chemistry like you said I don't know if I want to call it the brotherhood, but they do have chemistry. I saw them perform. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them perform jump together. I don't know, it was Philip Orlando or something. Oh, okay. And then I was, yeah, I was hooked. I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I was mm. hooked. Whatever they were selling, I, I bought it. So I'm yeah. glad this is happening. So stay tuned for that. Yes, yes. So moving right along, uh, the trailer of Izingani Zestembu. 
dropped officially and it quickly shot up trends list and we all know why because mm. them seleku family and polygamy that's always going to definitely get people talking and this one is something to anticipate apparently mm-hmm. there's an article breakdown on our site that looks at why we think the show would be epic joy uh Firstly, let's talk about the fact that you wrote the article, but the breakdown just tells you that, you know, uh the reasons why I feel like the show is going to do well is that it's just about polygamy and I, we all have been curious as to how Mpumelelo, which is um Musamseliku's son, how he navigates um, you know, his polygamous or his almost poly- polygamous venture. I know we you know he has two girlfriends. It's not really as official. So I guess there's not much detail surrounding that that's out and I think when we wrote an article about him saying that he wants more wives than, you know, his father, I think that was an interesting thing to, you know, unpack. So I look forward to seeing how that goes and to see how I'm interested to see how Abongwe also navigates life. Yeah. Uh, I think she just and she did matriculate last year. Was uh, it this year? Konjo, you matriculate at the beginning of the year or something. Yeah. Like. Yeah, essentially. yeah, essentially. So um, I hope they actually get that also in the show. I want to see how she navigates life um, in Joburg mm. as well. I'm, I've been seeing a couple of pictures of her in in Joburg, and I just want to see you know the details be- that behind the images. Mm. Yeah. Um in the article we mentioned that it would be epic because of the sibling dynamics. Mm. Now on the reality show we just see the parents getting along and the children here and there. It's not mm. focused on the children. So it'll be interesting to see children from different households how they connect together as siblings and what not. We also mentioned the polygamy issue with Mpumelelo mm-hmm. and also how to see how, you know, the children are going to behave now that they're older, they away from their child from their parents wings or whatever the case is mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see that in other news Musa Mota is flying the flag high at Britain's Got Talent now in case you've been living under a rock Musa is a South African born amputee dancer who made it through to the grand finale of the competition on Monday after giving a stellar performance and we saw many congratulatory messages from everybody including our minister Uzizi Kodwa who said I think he was kind of uh, showing off a little bit there saying I, I actually got to get on a phone call <laughs> with Mr. Guy before he got on stage and maybe that's why he gave a stellar performance mm-hmm. um so I'm actually proud to see a South African dancer really you know go as far as he went in the competition he did make history when he achieves the 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 show's first ever group golden buzzer um and that's a big deal and it's an international platform you know he's a a child from or child he well he's 27 now so he's pretty much a grown man mm-hmm. uh from Sibukeng and he moved to the UK last February Mm-hmm. and he since left a mark as a sensational dancer um he has quite an interesting story i know there's a documentary somewhere online about it he was a soccer star yeah um yeah he played soccer before he lost his leg and oh, he lost the leg to bone cancer in 2006 and but i think it's he's showing that really the sky is the limit mm-hmm. and your disability or whatever life throws at you whatever obstacles throw life throws at you it's it's really not the end of the world and if anything he's kind of bringing a lot of us to shame because he's showing that you don't have an excuse to life you don't want to you, you can't just feel sorry for yourself you can't just say this happened to me you know i can't just move on with my life okay um yeah i'm just glad 
uh, proud also mm-hmm. that he's flied the SA flag high. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So congratulations <laughs> to him and really all the best on his journey. Um, in some other almost ex- not exciting news, but really um, almost good news mm. because the family of Wusma R5 are happy to finally have restored his gravesite after it was vandalized. So images of ashes and big rocks. I don't know if you if you're on social media, you might have came, came across them. You might have seen images of his gravesite being vandalized, circulating on social media um, just weeks after he was laid to rest um, in Mabopani. And the family, when I contacted them, contacted them at the time, did not understand what the hell that was. Nobody knows who had the audacity to go to somebody's grave and pretty much hail fury, if I could put it that way. Um, but we spoke to the brother and they had a unveiling for him to revive can i say revive the tombstone mm-hmm. um on his birthday and this is what he had to say mm. so it was fresh Eventually, you Lastly, we have unfortunate deaths that occurred in the industry. We have three of them. RRP to author, broadcaster, political analyst, seasoned journalist, UCBS Makeza, um, legendary seasoned actor, Patrick Ndlovu, and also radio presenter in Tombium Zulu. Yes. Mariki Botma. Mariki Botma. Well, we're still waiting for details with regards to Patrick and Glovo's death, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the family have really, well, they did release a statement saying um, it was natural causes. But I feel like that just masks everything. We don't really know what's going on, but we really would respect that. Um, Eusebius was quite an unfortunate one. Mm, yeah, very sudden was, death. Ah, oh, man. Epileptic. Yeah. Mm. So then in Tombium Zulu um, actually spent her last days, uh, last two weeks in Val. It, it was almost as if she knew she was going to um, pass away, pass away mm. because she, her words specifically to her friend, sister, uh, Utabang, were, were that she wants to rest. Mm. Um, so that was quite an unfortunate one. But RP really rest in peace. It's quite... Uh, unfortunate losses in the entertainment industry. Um, and yeah, we won with the family. Mm. It's, I mean, we were dealt a heavy blow this week, three deaths in a week, and we're all trying to deal with that. So condolences goes out to the Makaiza family, to the Nglovu and Botma family. Um, I think I hate the fact that we're leaving it on a sad note. So I would like to keep it on a light-hearted brighter notes to say that we'll be back again 
next Friday with another rap, giving you the scoop. Because we know, you know, life can be a little bit hard. Yeah. <laughs> life can be a little bit busy where you're not able to really read everything all at one time. But we're here to wrap up everything for you. Remember, you can find our latest podcast review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, player.fm and pocket cost you can also follow us on all social media platforms at chissa live this chissa pod is a times live production and our producer is demi buzo i am joy mpande and i'm constance until next time goodbye for now Bye.